Talk Radio 191 FM podcast. Tuesday through to Thursday at 9.05 a.m. on the Radio 1 Breakfast Show, our resident political aficionado, John Moore, drops by to deliver bite-sized politics. From the Octagon to the Beehive to the White House to the Kremlin, as it happens, here's your political roundup. Morena, John. Kia Koto. Now, today it's all about dodgy banks versus the New Zealand state. New Zealand's largest bank, the ANZ, is threatening to pull out or pull back from its operations in Aotearoa. The ANZ is not happy with new proposals by the Reserve Bank. The Reserve Bank of New Zealand is the central bank of this country and it is empowered by law to manage New Zealand's currency and operating monetary policy. The Reserve Bank wants the ANZ and other commercial banks to hold more capital so in the case of a financial crisis, the banks would not collapse. The proposal could mean that banks operating in New Zealand would need to raise $20 billion plus in capital to, to comply with the new requirements. And the bankers ain't happy about this. Commercial and financial enterprises have the ability to cajole governments and state entities. Just as workers can take additional actions and engage in public campaigns to pressure employers and the government, likewise, corporations can effectively take strike action against the state. And with the ANZ's threats to wind down operations in New Zealand, what we are witnessing is a notice of corporate strike action. So can't the Reserve Bank and the government just tell the bankers to F off? Yes, but the potential risks to the New Zealand economy of an ANZ pullback or pullout are significant. GDP growth, that's gross, gross domestic product, is already expected to slow down, some people predicting at 1 or 2%, and business confidence is at a low. So if New Zealand's biggest bank, the ANZ, was to carry out its threat and pull out or pull back from operations in this country, then the New Zealand economy could be in the poo. The ANZ's hard man tactics can be seen as a response to the negative scrutiny that the bank has faced as of late. Recently, the bank CEO, David Hisco, was given the boot for what amounted to accusations of corruption. And the Reserve Bank gave the ANZ a stern telling off for not following important lending rules. Now, former Prime Minister John Key is the chair of ANZ in New Zealand. Many would argue that John Key's sacking of the bank CEO has been a classic case of distraction and delivering a sacrificial lamb. The bullying actions of the ANZ in New Zealand does raise interesting political questions regarding the relationship between the state and private corporations. For example, do private corporations wield undue power and influence over state officials and elected representatives? And are dodgy and corrupt practices the norm due to the structural intertwining of the state with financial capital? Of course, these are ongoing debates and discussions within the realm of political science. Perhaps the great German playwright Bertolt Brecht was on to something when he wrote in 1928, Bank robbery is an initiative of amateurs. True professionals establish a bank. And that's your roundup for today. Thank you so much for that, John. They do indeed. You're not half wrong there, my friend. Oh, I do. Yeah, I think a quote I... from the famous Two Pity Opera. Yeah, oh, really? Well, it should be one that we all uh, think of closely and dearly. Hey, just bank local.
And that's what I say. Just go with your co-ops and all that kind of stuff. Keep it with uh, keep keep that cash in New Zealand. Yes, yes. Yeah. Even the government. Well, it's one option. Well, even the government banks with Westpac. It's pretty sad. It's pretty sad. Um, all right. Thank you so much, John. Uh, we'll hear from it's you okay. again tomorrow morning. For sure. Cheers. This was a Radio One ninety one FM podcast. You can find more at r1.co.nz or wherever quality content is found.